Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, final hour of the Lake Show. We'll talk some NFL at 8.30 with Matthew Collar. Christopher Tubbs producing tonight, as always. We do have some breaking news this evening from the world of entertainment. Robert Blake, in battle actor of In Cold Blood and Lost Highway fame, dead at the age of 89. Okay, dead at the age of 89. So when I think of actor Robert Blake, I don't think of... In Cold Blood. Like, yeah, I saw that once when I was young. Lost Highway fame, I don't remember that. But I remember Robert Blake from Beretta. Like, that's that's what I remember Robert Blake from. So he's passed away at the age of 89 tonight, according to his daughter, uh, Delina Blake. Okay, Delina Blake. She told CNN in an email earlier that her father died peacefully on Thursday, surrounded by family. The cause of death was heart disease, according to a statement from his niece, Noreen Austin. Uh, his last film credit was in 1997 for the David Lynch film Lost Highway, and he previously appeared in titles including In Cold Blood. Back in 1967, he was an award, uh, he was an Emmy winner for his popular 1970s crime series, Beretta. That, that, that's where I know him from. My family used to watch it. My mom and dad, they loved that show. I watched that show. But you, Christopher Tubbs, you became familiar with Robert Blake for a totally different reason. Yeah, I, I knew nothing of Robert Blake, the actor. I, I mean, I recognized the face, but to sit here and say that I watch Beretta or In Cold Blood or, you know, anything like that, I mean, that that, that would have been a lie because... I I will remember him from the murder case, you know, and yep. that that to me is going to be how I remember him because I, I just I, I didn't watch anything that he was in. Again, I, I recognize the face and be like, oh, yeah, that, that's Robert Blake. But, you know, as for being familiar with his work, uh, you know, my, my remembrance of him is not going to be anything with his work. It, it's going to be because of the trial. Yeah, and just to get, uh, refresh the uh, listening audience's memory, back in 2001, Blake's second wife, Bonnie Lee Backley, w- uh, was found murdered in the San Bernardino Valley. In 2005, the actor was acquitted of murder charges relating to the case. He later lost a civil suit brought forth by Backley's children. So, yes, it was like, 
he was in my life because of Beretta, right? And then left my life because, as a kid, I didn't care nothing about no actor, you know, uh, Robert Blake. But then when we get into this, we started having these different trials that were being televised and discussed. We had the um, the um, the O.J. Simpson trial. We had the Rodney King trial. This started to fall in that category, right? Yes, yeah, Robert Blake. Yeah, of his absolutely. Trial being, it was so it was so publicized. Yeah, and to me, I think that's why it kind of caught everybody, why it caught on mainstream, because it was such a high profile that for those that didn't know who he was, oh, guess what? We know mm-hmm. who he is now. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll say this. Um, a lot of people felt like he actually, because I think during that time when his wife was killed, he was kind of, He's kind of out there. People are like he's kind of lost his marbles a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I've never met the man, whatever. But my point is this. You know, um, I don't think that we'll ever truly know who killed his second wife. Um, but the the thing about it is that he did something that I wish OJ would do. Shut up and have a seat. Like, seriously, like like after that happened... You didn't hear about him anymore, right? And I no, get it, 2001, didn't. that was a different time and all that stuff. We didn't have, like, Twitter, and we didn't have YouTube, and we didn't have all this stuff, whatever. But, like, O.J. Simpson is somebody, like, I cringe every time I see a tweet or, like, some stuff about him because it's like, I don't want to ever hear from you, dude. But I, f- I feel like O.J. Like, though, you- o- O.J.'s an attention whore, right? O.J. needs the yes. attention. He feeds off that. You know, uh, Robert, yes. Robert Blake Maybe he's wired totally different. Yeah, yeah. and that could be. I mean, O.J. Simpson is a narcissist along with that. I don't, again, outside of knowing that about, uh, you know, Robert Blake, I don't know what his personality is, but I certainly know what O.J. Simpson's about. Now, now you do know that, um, fun fact, you know that he was a child actor, right? I do, yes. I do, yes. And do you know what he played in? Uh, to, to, to the little rascals. Yes, yeah. Look at you. Look at you. That's about look all at I you. know. That, that's that's about all I know. In the words of Christopher Tubbs, giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I and I stole that from Pete. No, I the didn't. Little rascals. I didn't steal it from Pete and Jerry, and I just happened to to say it. Not as much as he does, but you know, I stole. Yeah, I he was a child me. actor. Yep. In the Our Gang movie shorts in 1939, is Mickey. One of the little rascals, uh, continuing under the name of Bobby Blake in various R gang shorts. Yeah, I f- I totally forgot about that until I saw the news story a little bit earlier. But this is well, let me I'll ask you this. Oh man, no, you're not, not going to ask me another question. I've already got one right. I, I can't press my luck. Yeah, but this this is one I'm not expecting you to get. So this is a free one. <laughs> okay, this, this, okay. Is a, this is a this this is a free roll. House money, baby. Let's go. You got house money. All right. What does Robert Blake? And Henry Lake have in common. Uh, 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 you, you both got ache in your name. We were both born on September the eighteenth. Really? Really? Yes. Okay. Do I get half a point because Blake and Lake? Rhyme? No, you don't get any points for that. But it was I, a free roll. But I'm so not. Wrong, but anything. I'm not wrong though. I'm not wrong. Blake and Lake rhyme. No, no, we're not. We're not doing that. Oh come on, man. No, we're not doing that. Fine. And don't beg for points. Don't beg for points. <laughs> hey, ain't too proud to beg. 
Back to your wife for points when you get home. <laughs> no, I've been, mar- I've been married for way too long to beg. I, I, uh, I, I go, I go searching for points on the internet. Oh my goodness! Find your own oh, points. dot org. Is is is, is this is, is was this a free ad for uh for your uh your uh what do you call it uh, DFS? Yeah. Find your own points. <laughs> yes. Hey, you, sometimes you got to create your own opportunities in your own points. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right, uh, so coming up next, we said we were going to get to a scoreboard, and we're going to do exactly that. we got plenty of them to get into. We'll do that next year. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. We'll see T in the building. Many people, and when I say many, I'm talking about most, refer to the state of Minnesota as the state of hockey. All right, the bad news we got earlier today was that Minnesota Wild star Kirill Kaprizov is going to be out three to four weeks with a lower body injury, so that's the bad news. The good news is, is tonight, like most nights, we start with a scoreboard, and the start of the scoreboard tonight, I think, you got to start with the high school hockey matchups from two-way. So let, let's, let's roll into a scoreboard here on the Lake Show. All right, let's get to it, H. Lake. Let's uh, kick it off, first of all, with the Class A Constellation semifinal, the Battle of the Cardinals. It was the 2-1-8 over the 507. Alexandria knocked off Laverne 7-3. to The uh, yeah. At the X earlier on today, the uh, Class AA quarterfinal, Creighton-Durham Hall with a 3-1 to upset win over Maple Grove. Creighton-Durham Hall uh, continues to uh, to keep it rolling. It's been a really emotional year for the uh for for uh, Creighton Durham Hall and uh they uh they continue uh their magical run if you will. Uh the other Yeah, uh, because because Scanlon that that's the, that 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 would they're they're uh, playing for because Scanlon lost his um was it grandson or son? Uh I think it was uh, you know I can't remember. I think it was his son. I, I can't remember, but but that's that's the emotional that's the emotional part of that story, I think. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they had a tragic. Uh, one of their uh, youngsters uh, tragically uh, died during the the season. So, I mean, it's yep. it's not an easy thing for for kids to overcome. Uh, not easy for anybody to overcome. Um, earlier, on, yeah, uh, earlier on today as well, uh, we did have the. As I'm going to go ahead and uh, refresh this here. Uh, we did have the uh, Class AA quarterfinal, uh, Edina, in two overtimes. The Hornets over the Moorhead Spuds, 7-6. to six. That is a high-scoring hockey game uh, between the uh, Spuds. Wow. Yeah, between the Spuds and the Hornets. Edina moving on. The uh, Class 2A quarterfinal currently going on. Minnetonka, the Skippers, and the Hill-Murray Pioneers currently tied at three. And uh, the uh, last game tonight is going to be Lakeville South, and they're going to be taking on Andover. Uh, that game is going to be a li- little bit uh, later on tonight. Uh, we do have four games tomorrow that are going to be uh, uh, going on. We do have a couple of consolation semifinals. Uh, uh, one at Mariucci. It's going to be Maple Grove and Moorhead and two-way. Uh, Class A semifinal is going to be Hermantown and Matamidi. Uh, Class A semifinal uh, is going to be Orono and War Road. And then Creighton Durham Hall and Edina, the Class uh, 2A semifinal. So that is all going to be... Tomorrow, of course, we're going to have uh, Timberwolves basketball, so uh, we will not have a scoreboard tomorrow. But wanted to go ahead and uh, pass along some of the matchups that are going to be show those kids some love. Absolutely, yeah. You you like you do a great job of showing those kids some love, especially during the football season on Friday nights, man. We, uh, I'm giving you all the credit, man. You 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 rock it. 
Yeah, uh, well, I appreciate. I, I, you know, I kind of wish we could do this later. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I kind of like not being in the nine p.m. to one a.m. day part. But you, you do. You, yeah. you, you don't really get those scores, maybe that you would on a typical Friday night. But hey, hey listen, you know, my roots are in the high school game. I mean, I've done so many state high school tournaments that I appreciate and respect. And, and, and to me, it's like sports at the purest form. Right. I mean, there's no money involved. There's nothing under. It's, it's just kids who are playing because they love to play the game for the love of the game. Exactly. For the love of the game. Yep. Uh, we still do have a, a ton of uh, college basketball going on. Uh, I won't go through everything, um, but uh, let's just say uh, in overtime, Marquette over St. John's. It was Miami over Wake Forest in an ACC quarterfinal. Uh, Big 12 uh, quarterfinals, Iowa State upsetting Baylor. Uh, the Big East quarters, UConn over Providence, uh, 73-66. to as I say, I'm not going to do them. Here I am going through them. Uh, the Duke Blue Devils. <laughs> I, I get, you know, it's we got time, right? I mean, we allocated extra time. We got number time. We got nothing but time. Matthew Collar got to let him sober up. So, you know, he's probably in the Uber on the way home. You know, hopefully he's listening so he can time this out properly when he gets home. Uh, but you had UConn over Providence in the uh, Big East quarters. Uh, ACC quarters, Duke. No problem with Pittsburgh, 96 to 69. Uh, second rank UCLA in the Pac 12 quarters over Colorado. Your, uh, Kansas Jayhawks, Rock Chalk without Bill Self. No problem with Virginia in the knocking off, uh, the Mountaineers, 78 61. Uh, go ahead and brag there before I move on. Rock Chalk, baby. Rock Chalk. We cutting down the nets again. You feel better? And, and, and one of the stories, one of the stories, I'm wishing my guy Bill Self well. Bill Self hospitalized today. He did not coach today, and he will not be coaching at all in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, and that's I, I saw that he was going to be missing some time, and yeah, I'm just you know hoping for you know hoping for the best for for Coach Self. I mean, yes, you know. absolutely, great guy, great coach, a Hall of Fame basketball coach, and also he um, they they shot it down already. They said no. It's not true. It is. This is false information. I did not have a heart attack. See, I, I, isn't it sad that you have to go out and you have to get ahead of things like that because they think that, you know, for some reason that, yes, you know, all the speculation is going to be there. So, I mean, it it is nice that they can get ahead of it and say no, it, it this wasn't this wasn't the issue. Let's uh, let's move on here. The Mountain West quarters, San Diego State over Colorado State. Uh, Texas knocked off OSU in a Big 12 quarter. Uh, Virginia over North Carolina in an ACC quarterfinal. And, you know, you were talking about Carolina. Does that put them on the bubble now? Do, you know, does this put them? I mean, they're 20 and 13 overall, 11 and 9 in the ACC. Is that enough to get them? Yeah, they lost, the right? Yeah, they lost to Virginia. They, yeah, they're done. I don't think the North Carolina is going to get in. Okay. No, 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 especially if a bid is stolen. Like, imagine if somebody steals. Imagine if if a top seed from a smaller conference loses. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow then, yeah, or then, Saturday, then yeah. that really hurts their chance. Yeah. Then, then the bubble shrinks. Yeah. Then you're looking at you know that league potentially getting another at large. So I, I mean, yeah, it's it is very it is very very interesting. You know that that Carolina preseason number one could potentially uh, you know be uh, be knocked out. Uh, that's what we got in men's college basketball. Let's get to some NBA here, uh, H. Lake. 
as I was kind of closely monitoring the Indiana and uh, Houston game. Uh, the Pacers are up on the Rockets, 115-112. to Three-point lead for the Pacers with seven seconds left to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, Miles turned 21 points in seven blocks. Seven blocks in that game for the Indiana Pacers. Uh, you like center. that? Yeah. I mean, he's having a, you know, he's having a whale game. Uh, Jalen Smith Jr., 27 points, 12 rebounds to lead Houston. The Magic over the Jazz, 118 to 112. This is one of those games for Timberwolves fans to, uh, to keep an eye on, you know, cause Jazz, one yep. of those, one of those teams that are, you know, trying to get themselves, you know, into the playoff, you know, into the play in. And, and just like that, a uh, Jalen Smith Jr. three-point shot, and we are tied in Indiana at 115. Jalen Smith Jr., 30 points tonight for the Houston Rockets. I don't know why I'm so excited, wow. but, I mean, again, he's, you know, he's having a You're monster. You're a fan. He's having a monster game tonight, uh, and I don't even have any money on him tonight, so uh, I don't even know why I'm even more excited. Uh, the Grizzlies. Can I give one score? Yes. I, I give it to you when you finish up the NBA. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Grizzlies over the Warriors, 99-92 at the end of the third quarter. Uh, we've got uh, Steph Curry has uh, – what does Steph have in that one? Uh, Steph's got 27. Tyus Jones, 18 points, 9 assists, and 3 steals. The Bucks over the very shorthanded Nets tonight. I believe Ronnie Cycli might have been suiting up tonight for the uh, for the Nets, 73-57. Uh, Bobby Portis, he's got 19 points and 11 rebounds. And uh, Jay Crowder also having a nice night tonight for the Bucks. Uh, now that he's gotten out of, you know, uh, Phoenix and, you know, there's no no Giannis Antetokounmpo tonight. So, you know, Bobby Portis and uh, Jay Crowder doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, Hornets over the Pistons, 113 to 103. Terry Rozier, 21 points. And, uh, later on tonight, it is the Knicks and the Kings. And, uh, yeah, what is your uh, score? And then I'll get to some NHL. With 17.32 left in the first half, the Minnesota Golden Gophers trail Maryland. Maryland. Three to two. Game just got underway. Okay. Okay. Well, you know. You know what they say. You know what they say. What? It's Maryland. <laughs> it's Maryland. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and get back oh. to some uh, some NHL. The, I, that bit. I, I mean, whenever you mention Maryland, I feel like it's a a rite of passage here. Uh, the Minnesota Wild. They are uh, they are off. Oh man, the Dallas Stars, absolutely taking it to the Buffalo Sabers. The Stars are up nine to four. All Whoa. over Buffalo. Yeah, nine goals is a lot of scoring in a uh, in a hockey game. And the the Dallas Stars and I believe the uh, the Stars in the Wild are tied uh, eighty one points apiece at the top of the Central Division. So uh, you know this would knock the uh, the Wild back into second uh, place in the Central Division. The Hurricanes shutting out the Flyers one and nothing. Uh, there's about thirty seconds left to go in the third period there. The Rangers and Canadians tied at three. Three minutes left to go in the third there. Penguins up in the Islanders, three to two. Two minutes left to go in the third period there. The Golden Knights up on uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, three to one. Eight minutes left to go in the third period there. Devils and Capitals tied at two. Six left to go in the third. Uh, they just started the third in Boston. The Oilers are uh, trailing the Boston Bruins 2-1. to Blues over the Sharks by the same score halfway through the second period. Coyotes uh, up on Nashville, one to nothing halfway through the first period there. The Kings up one nothing on the Avalanche, eight minutes left to go in the first period there. The Senators and the Kraken 
uh, later on tonight. And one game has gone final. The Carolina Hurricanes, they shut out the Philadelphia Flyers one to nothing. And uh, that is a scoreboard. All right, just going to wrap up the scoreboard. Well done. Thank well done, my friend. Well done. Thank you. And uh, now, just, the, oh, now the Gophers now trail 8-2. to two. Okay. And uh, just uh, just got a uh, text message from Matthew Collar. Uh, it is not looking good. I uh, can't get anywhere quiet to do the call. Oh, all right. Then we just we just we just keep it moving. We, we keep, it, keep mo- it moving. That's I, I what mean, we t- do here. Tonight is the night of the audible. I mean, they call it the year of the cat, the year of the rat, whatever. Like tonight is the night of the uh, the, the the changes. You know. Hey, we roll with the punches, man. That's what we do here on the Late Show. We get something for you after we look at weather next year on the Late Show. All right. Well, welcome back to the Late Show. I want to talk about this Lamar Jackson situation because I just find it extremely weird. And quite frankly, I think the National Football League, the league, is up to no good with regards to Lamar Jackson. And I'll explain. So by now you have heard that the Baltimore Ravens, they placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. Okay? So... This this tag, franchise tag, this level of it, is if he goes and signs a deal with another team, they come to an agreement on a deal, um, then they can match that deal. Okay, if they don't want to match it, they can allow Lamar Jackson to go somewhere else, and they end up getting multiple first round picks for Lamar Jackson. They didn't put the franchise tag on them because, remember now, they put the non-exclusive. If they put the exclusive franchise tag on them, then that's where he gets the big, big bucks. The difference between the non-exclusive and exclusive, if he even did sign back with the Ravens, if they said, oh, we're going to match, he would make roughly about $12 million less. So in their minds, the Baltimore Ravens, it seems like they've they've kind of moved on from Lamar Jackson in, in in a way, right? But this is the issue that I have. I'd love to get people's reactions to it. 651-461-9226. The NFL as a whole, as an entity, ownership groups, they are doing a disservice to Lamar Jackson and they are colluding against Lamar Jackson. When in the world have you ever heard of an MVP quarterback, MVP. He was the most valuable player in football. What was it, what, four years ago? When have you heard of an MVP quarterback in his prime be somebody that nobody wanted to touch? That that makes no sense in the world. That makes no sense. And this is what I'm saying here. Follow me now. The Ravens put a non-exclusive uh, franchise tag on them. There have been multiple organizations, I'll cite Atlanta as an example, that have come out and said, "We don't want to touch. We don't want to. We don't. We don't. We don't. We're not going to be in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes." Who says that? If you're not in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes, just shut up. Then, why would you publicly put your business out there about whether you want in? on Lamar Jackson or not. You know why? Because they are openly colluding against Lamar Jackson so he doesn't get guaranteed money. And why is that? If you're asking, you're like, well, hold on, Henry Lake. Why are you saying that they're colluding against Lamar Jackson? 
they don't want Lamar Jackson to get a Deshaun Watson contract. Deshaun Watson screwed it up for everybody. Deshaun Watson, the Cleveland Browns, gave Deshaun Watson guaranteed money after the sexual assault allegations, after all of the sexual predator stuff. They gave him guaranteed money because they didn't give a damn. And so now what that's done is it's put everybody in a bind. People are looking around like, hold on, what? Guys, we're not doing this Deshaun Watson stuff anymore. So, um, yeah, we like this guy, but no, we're not doing that. We're not doing the Lamar, the, the Deshaun Watson contract. That was the one where everybody's like, no, no, no. What, what do you think, Chris? Am I on to something or am I on something? Uh, I don't understand why there would be this collusion against one player because you're afraid he's going to get Deshaun Watson type money. If somebody because they're trying to end, they're trying to end those contracts of guys getting guaranteed money like that because Lamar Jackson is his own agent and he's saying I want guaranteed money. See, and 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 that's I, I think that's the key is the fact that. He represents himself. He, he doesn't have, you know, a, any sort of super agent, you know, going out there there for him. I, I but think, why would that be the key? Well, I, to me, I just I feel like, I mean, if you're negotiating with the player, it's going to be a lot more difficult and contentious, right? So, but they know the player. I don't. I don't think that pe- people view it as a bad thing that he doesn't have some super agent. It's actually not a bad thing. No, I'm it, not, I'm like not he, saying it's a bad thing. No, but that's my point. Then, 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 then why, why, why is it? Then explain your stance then about the not having the the super agent. I. I it just when you've got somebody doing your work and doing your bidding, I, I feel like it's easier to negotiate because it's more about the business. When you've got the player representing themselves. I just feel like it could get personal very quick. You know what I mean? Because there's probably a lot of the the back and forth that is not very pretty that agents have a tendency to take care of on behalf of their client. And if you've got a player in there, uh, and and I mean, everything's on the table when you're representing yourself. I have no problem with him getting the guaranteed money. I think the NFL should do these guaranteed contracts. I think it's ridiculous that they don't have guaranteed contracts. For as much money as they're making, these players should be able to get... If somebody doesn't... I mean, the the Deshaun Watson thing, the the Browns doled out that money. Listen, that's their fault for putting sunken money into Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson is not Deshaun Watson. I just... They, 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 they are trying to nip this to Sean Watson type contracts in the bud. That put, when, when Deshaun Watson did that, that gave quarterbacks and other players some leverage. At least they think. In terms, like, cause we're talking about precedence now, right? We're talking about precedence with contracts. And so now Lamar Jackson being savvy is like, okay, the precedent for, for me now is what Deshaun, ja- and Deshaun Watson, I said Deshaun Jackson, yeah, what Deshaun Watson got. So, so, I actually like the angle for him. Now, the downside, though, is that teams around the league, they've already stepped up and said, no, we're not really feeling that. But but think about this, though. How how many times have we seen in the history of the league an MVP quarterback, teams publicly come out and say, yeah, we don't want that guy. Like, seriously? Who does that? 
It's I mean, it's th- th- think, 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 think if think if if whoever you know Nikola Jokic comes free, and 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 Glenn Taylor says, "Yeah, I don't want that guy," I'd be like, "Glenn, close your mouth. What are you talking about?" I, I don't see to to me. This is when the politics of the business get in the way of just doing business. If you're if your job is to get the best players and get them on your roster and build a team that fans want to come and see, and you also have an opportunity to win, then why would you not? Because he's not a conventional passing quarterback. Because you know he he's not the most accurate guy downfield. It's like. I, I just I don't understand why Lamar Jackson is being punished in, in all of this. Like, why are you punishing Lamar Jackson for being the sort of player that he is? That's that's what I don't understand at all. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I really don't. I don't understand it. Like, I I mean, why would you? Why would you? Like you were saying, why would I you think not it's the money. Team? I think it's money. I think it's the money. They they are trying to prevent another debacle like what happened with Deshaun Watson. They shouldn't take it out on Lamar Jackson, though. Clearly, he's part of of it now because they're like, no, we can't have this again. But the Cleveland Browns set up this situation, and now NFL owners are dealing with it. So if okay, so let's let's switch out Lamar Jackson and let's put in, I don't know, Josh Allen. I I mean, would they would they treat Josh Allen this way? Would they treat Patrick Mahomes this way or Joe Burrow this way? I mean, um, yeah. I mean, if you, no. if, you, if you don't if you don't want the guaranteed money, I mean, if Josh Allen wanted that guaranteed money, would w- would they be you know jerking him around like this? You know, ah, uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I think that, and I'm not I'm not playing the race thing. I'm not playing black. I'm no, just, no, no, I'm no, just no, talking no, about like no, no, we're, talk, we're, we're talking about fully guaranteed contracts. I think that they probably would. Okay, I think they would do the same thing to Josh Allen. I think they do the same thing to Joe Burrow. Yep. And, and I think that, I think that Pat Mahomes, problem. I think that Pat Mahomes is in a different category because he's already a legend. Yeah, and he's got all those damn commercials. He's doing State Farm. I think he's different. So he's a, he's a he's an outlier. Okay, and to me, like the NFL, the salary cap every year is going to continue to increase. The salary cap is going to go up. You are going to continue yep. to get increased television rights. Like the NFL is going to continue to create more revenue. So at that point, why do you not offer a, a, a potential franchise quarterback, a league MVP? Why do you not want to offer him a guaranteed contract? I, I because he might get injured because there might be some regression. It's like, I, I, I just, I don't understand because to me, it's setting a bad precedent that if you're not going to, to value your quarterback like that and the quarterback is the most important player on your team, well, are, what, what, how are you going to treat other players? Like, what else is going to happen? What else could you do? And, and yeah, yeah, I, I feel like if I'm a player, I'm going to get very leery about doing business with an organization like that. Yep. All right. 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Final segment of the Lake Show. All right. Final couple of minutes here on the Lake Show. Thanks for listening to the show tonight. Timberwolves back in action tomorrow night at Target Center playing, uh, playing the Brooklyn Nets, who they are playing tonight. It's a back to back for them. They're playing in Milwaukee. So we'll get some, uh, a tired team and we need to take advantage of that tired team. 
The Wolves are getting some help, though, tonight from the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are up 120 to 104 over the Golden State Warriors. So that helps Minnesota if they win with seeding possibilities, right? Because we're, we're, we're one of those teams trying to get into that top six. Right now, currently seventh. Currently seventh. Well, I, and you were talking about the Nets. I mean, tonight they're sitting pretty much everybody. Like Spencer Dinwiddie is sitting. Uh, really? Think, yeah, Claxton is out. Uh, uh, Royce O'Neal is out. Cameron Johnson's out. Well, so uh, much for tired legs. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, Mikhail Bridges. They've gone deep. Like they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They've got twelve guys that have played ten minutes or more tonight. Hmm. Yeah, they they've got. Yeah, I I mean, nobody on their team has played more than twenty-one minutes tonight, and that's uh, Dayron Sharp, who uh, Nerlens Noel got to start at center tonight. But um, yeah, Dayron Sharp got the. He's played the most minutes at 21, and they're just entering the fourth quarter there. So I I think they're trying to – I mean, I've never seen a box score like this where you've had so many guys that are are capped at like 20 minutes. It's it's really – it's quite fascinating when I look at it. All right, real quickly here for uh, a little college basketball talk. Gophers right now are trailing Maryland 17-13 with 8.04 remaining in the first half. Nice move by Dawson Garcia. Now they trail 17-15. Um, Pharrell Payne's a pro. NBA body, once he continues to work on his game, like, yeah, he's definitely going to the league. Daniel Turu was in the league. Th- this kid's going to the league. No question. I mean, this guy, he, he's got a grown man's body right now. Jeez. So the Gophers, hopefully they can uh, fight hard and continue to play on in here in the Big Ten tournament. They trail by two. Eight minute, uh, eight minute uh, TV timeout. So there's that. Uh, the other thing that I was just about to mention now does not uh, draw a blank. I had like a, I had a couple of different uh, top. What'd you say? Uh, weren't you going to talk about the uh, the Adam Thielen speculation about? Uh, yeah, yeah, but just... yeah, but it was some, it was something else basketball related. I was thinking about too before I finished off with Thielen. So, but it'll, it'll come back to me. Okay. But Adam Thielen, definitely Adam Thielen. Um, the big story we started with him and Zadarius Smith. It sounds like both their times in Minnesota are are up, and so Thielen's the one that makes you emotional. Thielen is the one that that hurts because he's one of us. He's been one of the faces of this franchise. He's been a guy that everybody around the league has been given a lot of props and respect to. Um, he made up a dynamic tandem with Stephon Diggs. Then made up a dynamic tandem with Justin Jefferson. And because of the massive salary and because the, the Vikings are in a situation where the cap um, is very, very troubling for them in, in terms of having to clear cap money, at the end of the day, um, I wish him the best, man. If, if, they, if, if, if he and his wife and family talk it over and they say, you know what, we'll take a lot less to stay here in Minnesota. Be happy to have you have him back, man. But this is football. I don't see that being the case, right, Chris? Like, it's football. We've seen Adam Thielen limping off the field. If he's going to end up limping off the field, he's going to probably try to cash out as maximum an effort from a contract perspective than anything else. 
Oh, absolutely. And, and listen, Adam Thielen has made a ton of money. And I, I don't know if you've heard the story, Henry, but um, apparently he's from Minnesota. And he played football, uh, high school and college in Minnesota. And he was an undrafted free agent. Now, this is I haven't been able to verify this, but I've, I've seen it on the Internet. So it's got to be true. Uh, but I mean, he has done for himself what you would want to do. He has made a lot of money, and if he wants to cash in, and you know what? Maybe it's not even about the money. Maybe it's about going to an opportunity, going to a team that you could win a championship, win a Super Bowl. I don't think anybody here in Minnesota would begrudge Adam Thielen. I mean, it's going to be tough to see him go because, you know, we don't like to see, you know, one of ours kind of, you know, be forced out. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's business for the Vikings. It's business for Adam Thielen. If he can go someplace and, you know, maybe he takes less money for a better chance at a Super Bowl, then you you go do it. You know, got to do it while you get the chance because this isn't going to last forever. Yeah. Man, I just want the Gophers to keep playing, man. Keep playing, baby. This is what this, is what this time of year is about, man. It's about upsets, right? This would be a nice little upset. And this is actually this will be uh, win number ten on the year, right? This will be win number ten if the Gophers could, could beat Maryland. Come on, Minnesota. Yeah, because we're nine and twenty-one. Maryland's going to the tournament. They've got twenty wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just hit a three-pointer. That's all right. So maybe I should be less excited. Well, I mean, it's only a five-point deficit. What are you, you afraid that Maryland's going to go on one of these Maryland-esque runs? And then put well, the game it out. is Maryland. It's Maryland. <laughs> oh, look at Pharrell Payne. Oh, and one. Oh, Josh. And he didn't score the bucket, by the way, so it wouldn't have been an one. He got fouled. Um, yeah, Matthew Collar's got to be hammered by now. <laughs> he was supposed to join us at eight o'clock. Then he's supposed to join us at eight thirty. He's hanging out with Bob Hagen. There, they're they're wishing Bob. H- by the way, Bob Hagen. I wish him the best. Longtime uh, media public relations guy with the Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. did a phenomenal job with the with the squad. Um, I'm a fan. Yeah, he good dude. A, yeah, he absolutely. He's a great dude. Great dude. And uh, yeah, he's he's as synonymous with the Vikings as uh, you know anybody. And he's not one of those names that maybe most people would recognize, but he definitely has been a very very big part of this organization. For uh, for many years, and yeah, uh, Matthew he did text and said, uh, "Hey, tell Henry I'm sorry. They rescheduled this thing because C U Z. I mean, he's a writer. I mean, he should know how to spell because of the weather. And I didn't anticipate. Well, what didn't you anticipate? I didn't anticipate what it being long. Um, <laughs> like there's a there, there's a a period after anticipate. Like what is the action he's anticipating? Man." He said, my bad, but then there's no period after that. So uh, there's the punctuation on Matthew Collar's texting. But no, it, That's it, funny. it's uh, so uh, – and I said, it's fine, no problem, enjoy it. But I also did not use a, uh, a period and proper punctuation. But then again, I don't claim to be a writer. I don't claim to be a lot of things at this point. So, uh, But, yeah, maybe he's getting crunk and getting drunk with Bob Hagen right now. Who knows? He's getting crunk and getting drunk. <laughs> he's getting crunk and getting drunk. I like that. I'm about to steal that. I'm about to use that. Let's get crunk and drunk. You like that? Put it on a T-shirt. Let's get crunk. 
And then on the uh, on the back of it, you just put upside down. You put the word drunk. There you go. Put some little bubbles around it. You're good. That's funny. That is funny. Hashtag Let's merch. Let's get crunk and drunk. Let's get crunk and drunk. Let's go. Well, I mean, not now because it's snowing outside and I have to try and get home and I don't have anything and I wouldn't do that on a weeknight anyway. But, you know, for Matthew Collar is out there and trying to can we make him sound like he's a big he, he might. I mean, he might not even be cocktailing. Who knows? But good for him for being out there and enjoying it. I hope that everybody's having fun. I hope that they are. And I'm sure I'm sure they're having a blast. Oh, yeah. I mean, how, right, how, how, can, how can you not have fun? Well, I don't know what you got up for the rest of the night, but I know what I got up. I'm going to sit up and watch some basketball the rest of the evening, man. I'm, I'm going to podcast, and I'm going to drive home and eat some leftovers. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And watch Maryland. And watch Maryland. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Uh, abbreviated Late Show. Then we'll do Timberwolves tonight, and then we'll call it a week right here on the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 W. CCO.